Hey guys, it's Coach Jay. Uh, this week might be a little different. Uh, we're talking about fears and um, trying to face them and sometimes having to face them alone. Alright, so this one comes from a question that was asked by uh, a friend. Um, I do a lot of different activities. Uh, I hate sitting still. I mean, you guys have heard them over the years. Uh, absolutely love coaching. I mean, the personal training, the archery coaching, coaching high school soccer and baseball for other years, the youth sports, um, the activities I do, the hiking, the camping, the mountain climbing, kayaking, uh, running, cycling. And I'm just always active and, and doing stuff. Um, and I had a friend of mine who's been climbing with me and she commented that she is actually very scared of heights and she's enjoying climbing a lot in the gym. She's made some of the, the high climbs to the top of the ropes, um, climbing top rope. Um, we haven't been outside yet. We do plan on getting outside this week. Um, my wife's another one who absolutely hates hikes. We did a, a local, uh, hike recent, well, a few years ago when my kids were younger and it's a uh, black rock state park in Connecticut. Uh, you can see a rock from way down on the road and when you get up to this rock it's a giant rock you pretty much stand up maybe lean into it at a 45 degree angle at best your feet are on the ground and you can kind of just like put your hands up under your chin and hang your head over and, and look down 100 safe you'd have to do something extremely foolish to ever get hurt fall over whatever as safe as can be and my kids are younger I'm just going to throw 10 and 7 out there, maybe a little younger than that. I mean, maybe it was more like 7 and 4. Um, but my wife was about 15 yards back from this rock, literally trembling, watching the kids uh, in this spot. She is fearful of heights, yet she will go on the biggest roller coaster you put in front of her. And we went on the Millennium Force in Cedar Point when it first opened. At that point, it was the the largest roller coaster in the world. Um so this friend asked, what are you fearful of? Um, and I couldn't think of those normal fears of spiders or snakes or heights or anything like that. And just thinking um, in all seriousness, uh, and this is where you might see the emotions come out, my fear is losing people. And we re recently um, talked about my, my uncle passing away. So my father's the, the middle of three brothers his older brother passed away in 2020 from colon cancer and then my uncle jeff um who i had the song at the back end of the couple recent uh episodes he just passed away from prostate cancer in in february so of course my father has a fear not necessarily of getting cancer but just he never expected to outlive his two brothers i mean both his older brother and his younger brother my mother had an older sister that passed away suddenly. Um, my mother's had <clears throat> the uh, transplant, the kidney transplant, the heart issue. She's had two heart attacks, which, and you go back to the episode where I talked about me getting the stent. And my family history is definitely not great on the, the heart side. So there's always a fear in there. Um, I have more of the live the life you know rather than fear what you don't know. Um, so I have a good mindset with that. Um, but I hear my mother scared of, I mean, she's literally said, I, I'm not ready to die. I don't want to die. Um, 
my father doesn't voice it as much, but I know it, it's always in the back of his mind for heart attacks, triple bypass and, and whatnot. Um, and then me at 45 having the stent, I mean, I had a 99.9% blockage. I mean, I say it all the time. I was possibly one move away and I worked in a machine shop. We made screws. I could have picked up that 35, 40 pound pan over my head to dump it into the hopper in the machine. And that could have been just enough to drop me behind the machine. And how long would it have been before someone saw me? Um, so there's the fears of losing people that way, but then there's also the fears of just losing people that choose to, to leave your life. I mean, we've all had friends over the years. I mean, if you look back and I'm in my late forties, so if you look back at your high school days and you're in your thirties, then forties, and then beyond 50s, 60s, 70s. And how many of your high school friends do you really still connect with? I mean, if you connect with five high school friends that much, you're doing amazing. And we, we will always have just logistics in life I mean, get in our way. And one of my best friends from high school who I still connected with often recently moved to Chicago. Uh, another one of my best friends from high school I mean, lives in Washington, D.C. area in Maryland. Um, we were actually just messaging back and forth about another friend who I've known my entire life who, um, for her reasons, has distanced herself from, from people. Um, and then recently I had a friend who was one of my closest friends who has chosen to, to move on. And it's tough. I mean, that's, that's the thing. How do, we, how do we face our fears and climb... And a rock climbing wall, if heights are a big thing, or go for a hike in the woods, if and if snakes are your fear, or I mean, I hear that all the time when I mention people <clears throat> that I'd, I'd love to go backpacking and hiking. I'm like, oh, what about the bears? What about the snakes? And I mean, it's going to be out there. Um, in case of the bears, they're just as scared of you as you are of them. I mean, so when you see these things on the news and someone's videotaping the bear. I and mean, that's an isolated thing. I saw a bear no no more than 10 yards from me, probably less than that. It popped its head out. It saw me. It ran the other way. And some of these fears, I mean, we put on ourselves. But how do we face them? I mean, like I said, my biggest one is losing people. And I don't necessarily sit back and say, ask why, because I'll never get the answer. I'll never get the answer why someone chose to leave. I mean, I know in, in a recent case, I mean, it was one of my lowest moments. I mean, my uncle had just passed away from cancer. I was really connected to him and gave me my love of music, did a lot of other activities together. Uh, when, when we saw each other, I mean, he did live four hours away from me, but we, we were really connected. I was flat out exhausted from the archery tournaments going from Pennsylvania to Vegas to Massachusetts to Louisville and I was exhausted with all of those on top of that uh, my uncle passing away and this particular friend had a history with cancer as well and herself her sister passing away her mother having it I mean the one person that could have and should have had the most I mean, compassion and empathy the one that I really could have leaned on left at my weakest moment. And that's one of those fears of 
losing someone. And there was no point in me battling. I, I tried. Uh, I wanted to make an effort. Um, they could not make the effort. My my suggestion, my uh, my request was turned down, and I have to move on. I mean, I'm, I'm at peace with it. It, it still hurts, and, and that's the biggest thing. Like I said, when my friend asked me, what fears do I have? And, and most people say that it is heights or spiders or snakes. And I mean, your, your traditional thing, I mean, you always hear the people that are scared of clowns and stuff like that. But I have to genuinely say my biggest fear is, is losing people. And I can go back and even 10 years um, when my father's health was, was really shaky and we didn't know what was going on. And there was the fear of, of losing him when, I mean, he had his first heart attack. I mean, I mean, just had graduated high school. I think I was a freshman in college. He's 45 years old and he's having triple bypass. And then there was a second one and then there was another one. And every time something like this happened, there was that fear. And my mother with the transplant. I mean, we always have those fears. Um, I have a good friend who just lost her father and... I mean, she was going through issues with, with her father and health issues and back and forth to the hospital. And at the same time, I was going through visiting my uncle, trying to get as many trips in as possible um, to see him and just spend as much time because we knew it was the end at this point. This wasn't a case of, I mean, the what ifs and the unknown. We we knew the known. We just never knew when we were going to cross that finish line. So between the two of us, we were both going through so much together. And I mean, I remember her saying, I'm not ready to, to lose him. And, and unfortunately, that is what happened. And then on top of that, just because for some reason, there's always a cherry on top with us. It's uh, She then had to put her cat down I mean, 24 hours later. And it's, it's really tough. Um, Facing our fears is is something we have to do. I mean, you're you're never gonna get better at it if you don't face it. Um, I remember Aaron, um, my friend that does, does the opening. He had asked me to do the show, and I, I know I reference this one awful often um, about confidence. And I mean, we can go confidence and fear. So someone has the fear of public speaking. I mean, is it you're not confident? Or you're not comfortable. And in his case, he's a, a very confident person. I mean, he's a DJ. He, he was a drummer in my band years ago. I played bass and he played drums. And so he's a very confident person. You put a drum set in front of him, he'll play in front of a packed house. I mean, you, I mean Taylor Swift's touring right now. She told him, hey, can you go up and play sound check for me? He'd have no problem with everyone in the stadium because he's that comfortable doing that. He's that confident doing that. But if I asked him, hey, here, go stand in the shooting line with everyone watching shoot this bow, it's not a case of confidence. It's more comfort. I've never done this. So we got we to gotta look at the confidence and comfort and different things and, and those fears. He would not be fearful of playing drums in front of someone, but he might be fearful of taking that shot. Or if you're just that random person at the basketball game to take that half-court shot, it would be a very uncomfortable situation because he wasn't an athlete. Um, where my son at tournaments always has to shoot makeup arrows and he's the one guy in line with a thousand people watching him and doesn't shake him at all. 
Um, we talk about in coaching, we talk about working on skill sets that we, that are not strong. I mean, everyone wants to go up and, I mean, work on what we do. I mean, how many people pick up the guitar and they have that one lick that they play really well and they pick it up and they'll play it and play it and play it and play it and play it. But the one they're having trouble with, they don't do because it doesn't sound as good. It doesn't look as good. It doesn't feel as good. We need to face our fears. We need to, I don't even know what to say. We just need to to work on them. And sometimes, I mean, you have to look at what you've done. And like I said, in my case, my biggest fear is losing people. And again, in, in both contexts, I mean, my family's health history is, is not great. I mean, we finally got good news on, on my mother with her kidneys. She was going to need some some work done, and we found out that everything's kind of panned out, that she doesn't need that, so that's a, a good sign, and all that means is we don't need to worry about the kidneys now, but now we can go and expedite what we need to do on the cardiac side. So, again, there's still fears and, and nervousness and, and whatnot, and and the stability of her health and the stability of my father's health, who, who's doing well. And I sit here two years removed from the, from the stent, and there's times where I'll take a deep breath and say, ooh, that didn't go in as smooth as I thought. I mean, even the cardiologist said, I mean, there were some other blockages in there, but they weren't at enough to, to stent. You need a certain amount of crap in there for the stent to hold, basically. So it's, one, a good sign that, they weren't enough to require the stent, but at the same time, it only means that, like she said, if you had to put money on it, yeah, they will be going back in there to do another one at some point, but how long can we delay that? And I know this one doesn't have as much of a energetic and uh, positive outlook on, on the topic, but like I said, my, my fear is is losing people and accepting that I mean it, it is part of life and some people are going to choose um, to leave I mean if it is a case of uh, someone separating their connection with you again obviously with families and friends and passing away and stuff like that I mean that is the the circle of life as they they call it and obviously we have I mean the natural old age and even even if you do deal with cancers, I mean, you hope that it's, I mean, later in life where they got to live a full life. Um, I just did an episode, and I believe it was titled Far and Wide, where I saw that quote and referenced my uncle, how he had a short life of, I mean, he would have been 69. His birthday is coming up, uh, but he lived a, a very wide life as well and did so many things. I mean, from the traveling to Europe to to uh, just playing the music and climbing and camping and riding and everything he did. So I try to try to face your fears and understand that and you can, you can get through any of those fears. Um, like I said, I know this one doesn't have the energy I'm used to because and I, I keep reflecting on and my fear of losing people both, and the passing away and, and the instability of my my family's health. I remember one year we had Thanksgiving at my brother's house and they did the whole, let's go around the table, what are you thankful for? And I said uh, that my family's health 
is relatively stable, I think is how I worded it. And I mean, my father and my uncle and my mother was there too, even though my parents were divorced. Everyone kind of laughed a little because, I mean, with my family, that's the best way to to describe it, relatively stable. Um, so I have that fear. And then, like I said, the fear of of losing people, the fear of people choosing to to walk out, and especially in, in one of your biggest times of need, um, the person that, that could help you the most in, in a situation like that, and, and they're not there, it is tough. Um, so try, try to face your fears. Um, another thing is always asking for help. I mean, that's one thing I, I've said. Um, one of my most flattering moments was when I had a Jennifer Corbin on the episode. If you go back, we talked about uh, sexual abuse and Jen co-hosted that episode and then Jennifer Corbin was the guest and I mean she's a model she's an actress she's I mean I discovered her so to speak through a through a, a Cinemax or HBO show that my wife and I watched um, we just connected on Facebook and I mean we've been talking for 12 years now or so and I mean just a message here and there but and she came on and there was one point where I just mentioned that I always say that asking for help is one of the biggest strengths. And she's just came back saying, Hey, we need more I mean, teachers and coaches like you. And that, I mean, that was very flattering coming from her and whatever your fears are, ask for help and discuss them. If you're afraid of losing someone like, like I am, talk to them about it. If you're afraid of I mean, snakes and spiders and bears and whatnot, I mean, go hiking with a friend. I mean, it's, Again, the I mean the, the snakes and spiders and bears they're like I said the snakes and bears are not going to attack you like you see in the movies uh, unless you provoke them obviously um, stay away from the bears if you see the cubs nearby obviously don't upset the mama bear but try to face your fears it's okay to ask for help and if you're afraid of heights I mean get someone that has no fear of heights and, and work with them uh, we actually watched a YouTube video of a, of a climber. And this wall had to be like a 60-foot wall in the gym. And he worked with a, he was working with a guy that was a calisthenic champion, competitive calisthenic champion. So the guy was physically strong, but, I mean, he made it up about 15, 20 feet and had to come back down. And then they just chipped away. Okay, let's go 25 feet next time. Let's go 30 feet. And, I mean, he worked with someone and he finally made it to the top and he, he faced his fears. So try to face your fears. Um, don't let them stop you from enjoying life. And again, asking for help. And I've mentioned that all the time with the podcast, um, being able to be help, accepting help, being coachable is all keys to success. And, and that's the biggest thing. Again, a little more, uh, laid back and not as energetic, um, because admitting we have fears is not always an easy thing. And that's the thing. Um, and it kind of goes back to, to that help. Um, I'll probably go with like a title of Fear of the Dark. I was looking at the Iron Maiden song, Fear of the Dark. And again, that is something that we literally have fear of. Some people have the fear of the actual dark, but the dark is also the unknown. And sometimes we fear the unknown. So hope you enjoyed this one. Um, next week, hopefully we get into one with a little more energy and back to our, our normal little more peppier topics and and we'll talk to you then thanks
Shift Mindset podcast is for entertainment purposes only. While the suggestions, strategies, and practices we have given have been proven successful for our personal use as well as clients we have worked with, these recommendations should not supersede instructions given by any licensed professionals, including but not limited to your primary care physician and mental health professionals. Thank you. Thanks for joining us today for the PowerShift Mindset Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to like and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at The PowerShift Mindset and also visit thepowershiftmindset.com. Thanks again for listening to The PowerShift Mindset.